welcome to Charts and Hearts. I'm Sarah, and she's Lindsay. And together, we're working our way through an epic list of rom-coms in order to find and categorize tropes in the hopes of creating the nerdiest spreadsheet podcast I've ever seen. Today, oh, Lindsay wrote this, and I don't want to say it, but I will. <laughs> it's Tucci time, and we're doing burlesque. doing 2010s uh like better than it should have been but not as good as you want it to be burlesque starring Cher and Christina Aguilera and Stanley Tucci this movie is is so I have so many questions yes and like it could have been way worse than it is oh yeah but then when you watch it you see like there's so much potential and it's just not there i remember yeah. we went to the theater the little tiny theater oh yeah that used to be right in our neighborhood like literally across the street from Lindsay's apartment um well it wasn't Lindsay's apartment at the time because it was so long ago um and like we're completely blown away both by how good it was but also i feel like we'd been at the bar before and so Probably. like had to pee so much because <laughs> um, it was long we went, we went to the bar afterwards yeah maybe and it was this movie is two hours long yeah it Which could be a solid, like, long. 85 minutes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We yeah. could cut out one of the three songs about burlesque. Right? I was like, didn't we hear this song already? Oh, no. It's a different song. <laughs> it's a different about song about burlesque. About how it's time for burlesque. Yeah. And, or one of the songs where Christina's wearing a short blonde wig and is being saucy. Oh, my gosh. They're the hairdo, exactly the same. The hairdo montages. Oh, man. Okay. We'll get, we'll get into it. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, basically, quick summary, because the plot is pretty minimal. Uh, Christina Aguilera comes from a small town. She's dreams of making it big in the big city. She has no family. She moves to LA. She's trying to get a job. Mm, acting? Singing? Mm. Singing, I think? It's hard to know. Um, and then stumbles upon a burlesque club run by Cher and Stanley Tucci. And batters or like badgers her way into getting a job there and then saves the day by singing and then falls in love with the bartender slash band leader no he's not actually in the band which doesn't make any sense at all oh isn't he so there's a guy in the band that looks like him that wears no he he plays the piano once he's just like jamming with them yeah anyways yeah whatever he's a musician he's the bartender they fall in love it's there's drama but there's no need for drama and then they uh christina aguilera saves the burlesque club from the evil developer mcsteamy yeah yeah it's basically have you seen coyote ugly and want to see christina aguilera in it but also stanley tucci this movie is for you basically basically and then chair and chair is also present and yeah. also the weirdest cast of all casts yes like so many kristen questions. bell plays the bad guy or like the bad girl. yeah so kristen bell plays the bad guy and there's no real like knowledge as to why she's so bad well and i mean she's an alcoholic and then she's just like a mean girl She's a mean girl, but also she's supposed to be Cher's best friend, and they like built the club together. And like, oh, I yeah. forgot to look up 
the age differences, but it's but like it's a lot. Twenty five years at least. Or something. Christian at Bell's least. like my age, so she's like forty ish. And no, Cher so it must is... be old enough. Yeah. Well, no, because I was just thinking of Mamma Mia. Here she goes again. Um, yeah, but Cher actually isn't old enough to be Meryl Streep's mother. No, I'm now. I'm just typing Mamma Mia. This is hold on. Cher was born in 1946. Okay, and Kristen Bell is. Probably what eighty and Kristen Bell was born in nineteen eighty, so they're like thirty five years apart. Yeah, so like yeah. it's just so the weirdest. Like they can be friends and they could have choices. built a business. Oh yeah, but like yeah, and like so the thing is again, like we'll get more into this, but like Kristen Bell doesn't sing in this. Yeah, she so just why and dances. Did they pick her? Yeah. To, for this role. Like, she could have been in it. Sure. Yeah. But why? It's super weird. This role. It could have been anybody who is Cher's age. Or, like, who, even a little bit well, older younger. than Kristen Bell. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Who also doesn't sing. Or can sing. Like, it doesn't matter. It's yeah. just the weirdest choice. Like, if she could sing and didn't, it would make more sense of why she's so jealous of Christina Aguilera. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, you know, if she'd always wanted to sing at, you know, professionally and then ended up doing this burlesque thing instead. And then the singer comes in and then makes, yeah, makes the two work together. Like, maybe, yeah. but. Maybe. But, like, yeah. you put Christina Aguilera and Kristen Bell up there, like, the octave, the octave off would be pretty intense. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah. It's a weird choice. But yeah, not the weird. weirdest and choice. No. No. I don't even know what the weirdest choice is. Maybe oh, Alan I, Cumming. I think it's Alan Cumming. Yeah, because it's just, they, like, do you need some? Do you need money? Like maybe. I mean, this kind of this was maybe before Alan Cumming kind of was big-ish, like not in theater in the states, because I think it was probably before or around when he was doing uh, Good, Wife? Good Wife. So it basically, they been. they cast Alan Cumming to just like sit there and look. Kind like of himself. like Alan Cumming. Um, and then he does one dance number that's like played for laughs. And also doesn't sing. And also doesn't sing. And basically, yeah, he's just there. It's very weird. Yeah. It's very Not that strange. I want to get rid of Stanley Tucci, but Alan Cumming could have played both yes. roles. No, I agree. He could have done that role also. But again, yeah. like I don't think people saw him as that role. Yeah, like now people might cast Alan Cumming. That's true. That's true. Yeah, because of good wife and stuff. Like him as the doorman, Mm -hmm. bouncer, or not really bouncer, doorman, like doesn't Mm -hmm. need to exist. No. It could have been an extra or just random casting. It could have been anybody. Yeah, it totally could have been anybody. Um, It could have been the guy that she falls for, like instead of being like all of his lines could have been given to the bartender, then give the bartender whose name I don't even know because he's so forgettable. Um, give him some actual personality. Mm-hmm. Cause yeah, yep. he's definitely, I mean, there's lots of bad parts about this movie, but he's uh, the weakest link. He's the weakest part, but like, it could have been again, like not for the last time, it could have been a coyote ugly thing of amalgamation of he does all the jobs. Uh, like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Or they don't have any money. So he takes, he lets people in, but he also bartends, and sometimes he plays the piano when they need to. Yeah. Like, he, they could have made him do a bunch more stuff, which would have given him more stuff, but also would have made it more of, like, 
this place is struggling. Yeah. Um, as you can tell by their outlandish costumes, huge cast, and band that's just there. Yeah, I know. Because they, other than when the power, or like when the um, the speakers get pulled by Kristen Bell's character, like the band is just there to look cute. Yeah, and to like play at the beginning. Because otherwise they're all lip syncing. Yeah. So yeah, like why are they paying a band, paying a full bar staff, paying Alan Cumming, and... Um, Stanley Tucci's character. Yep. Yeah, and then also Cher like doesn't she performs once in the first song, mm-hmm. and that's basically it. Yep. It's yeah. This is the uh, yeah. shop around the corner conundrum again. Like you don't have enough money to pay your mortgage. Let some staff go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like you don't need seventeen bartenders and a band. Yeah. And when the band's not bar, when the band's not banding, which is all the time, they all can the time. bar. They can bartend. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, it's absurd. Um, um, but okay, it is like of, a beautiful, yep. like oh, it's cinematically beautiful gorgeous because of yeah. the beautiful set and the huge cast of like yeah. professional dancers. Yeah. yeah. Um, speaking yeah. of other people who can sing, but not in this way, mm. that's in this movie. That's a tie-in mm. from our last movie. Is Peter Gallagher also yeah. just randomly here for yeah. reasons? He this plays movie... the like the person who wants to buy the club. No, no, he plays Peter the Gallagher. ex. He plays the ex. Who yeah, wants to Peter Gallagher him? plays Cher's ex. Yeah. This movie was cast like it was going to be huge. Yes, it was cast like it was going to be huge, but then not written like it was going to be huge. Yeah, but also, like, I remember going into it, cast yeah. and then marketed. Like, it yes. was marketed like burlesque starring Alan Cumming. Yeah. And then you're like, what? What? Yeah. So. Um, and then, randomly, mm-hmm. at the very end... James Brolin shows up. Yeah. For, for three minutes. No reason. He plays like, like the condo owner across the street that buys the air rights, which we're going to get into air rights. Yeah. Why? It's so it's weird. So weird. <laughs> yeah. Clearly yeah. could have been played it's... by anybody. Right. Like, yeah. Um, yeah. And then you already said McSteamy. Also. Here. Yes. Also there. And like anybody knows real name? No, doesn't matter. Uh no. He's fine. <laughs> he's fine. He's yeah. He is the one who's best suited for his role, basically. Yes. He's, he's there playing McSteamy, but he's not a doctor. Yeah, Eric Dane. I was like, I know oh, this guy's yeah. name. Yeah. 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 He's playing McSteamy as a douchey Hollywood guy. Yeah. 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 So um yeah. And like I mean, we've all seen Cher be much better at acting mm-hmm. in this. She won than, a or in Oscar. Exactly. Like, and also, like, even recently, like, have you seen Mamma Mia 2? Um, I have. Mm. <laughs> many times. It's so good. And so, like, again, like, she's the main, like, one of the two stars of this movie, and she's so underused bad. and her mm-hmm. writing like the writing for her is so bad well they she said in the trivia that yeah they didn't really care about the script which is probably no. some of the, you can the tell <laughs> yeah well like script from you a plot tell. line but also the the lines are poorly written and yes no yeah like both at like, like, yeah, a like the micro level and a macro yeah, level. Macro yeah. level the plot of like so uh it's in the trivia again of like so julianne huff's character is pregnant 
and then gets married while she has a bump and then is dancing at the end, which the very end scene could have been any time in the future. Yeah, it was also was kind of like a dream sequencey kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, so she, like, she goes through her almost entire pregnancy in this one month that Cher has to yeah. <laughs> find the money to get pay the mortgage. <laughs> like, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. <sighs> and then we have our very bland... I guess he was in Twilight. I've never seen Twilight, but that's he was in like the OC also. Oh, okay. Wrestling. I've never seen that either. But like, yeah. yeah, he was just picked because he was like in something else that was popular at the time. Mm-hmm. They have no chemistry. No, like he is attractive, but like yeah. in a very but bland, in a generic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's very generic. Yeah, he's generic, and then they put eyeliner and a quirky hat on him, and you're supposed to think that he's, you know, Quirk- a yeah. sexy, mu- yeah. sexy musician. Like, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. And like Christina Aguilera, you can tell she's really trying. <laughs> oh yeah, she is trying. And um, like she's good, but yeah. Yeah. I can only listen to her belt so yep, many times. So many times. Mhm. Yeah. And, this, and then like this used sometimes up my she's like <laughs> she's like quirky sexy like, "Oh, isn't it funny how sexy I am?" And sometimes yeah. she's not, and I'm like, "Okay, we got to necessarily have to pick one but like it's you're changing your uh personality throughout this oh yeah musical number? no yeah like yes true because yeah like the whole thing with burlesque is like you're putting on a show and you're putting on a character and like she mm-hmm. does a really good job of that um and like i really like like the many hairdos of <laughs> christina yeah. Aguilera also mm-hmm. like the curly hair and the sort of like um and the bob and all of that like it's mm-hmm. yeah it looks cute but yeah um it's basically we saw what she could do in the music video for moulin rouge <laughs> let's make mm-hmm. a movie yes that's basically um, what it was yep 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 uh yeah so i mean not a lot of attention was put on the storyline of this movie it was more about the spectacle and the yeah. cast and the marketing and the all of that but mm-hmm. it could have been so much better it could have been so much better I just have so many questions and we can't get into all of them, but no. But the biggest one, like the, like, it is a big plot point. But like, why were they lip syncing at all? Like, why is that a thing that people would want? Well, to it's very in? much a thing in like burlesque and drag and all of that is like. Oh yeah, I guess so. Yeah. It just is, but like, but and then it's just like a such a firm line of like, why can't you have people sing? Yeah, or also, why can't you just, like, why do they need to lip sync? Why can't they just dance to music that has lyrics? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, and, like, sometimes they lip sync and sometimes they sing. Like, why is it such a black and white thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's very strange. Um, Okay, should we talk about error rates? Because I don't know when else to... Sure. So they're a real thing. Should we put that in? Okay. Um... Yep, the property interest in the space above the Earth's surface. Generally speaking, owning, renting... Owning or renting land or building includes the right to use and build space in above the land without interference by others. Right. So it's basically like a legal, like in this case, they use the air rights as like, I am legally like agreeing to not use my air rights by selling them to you. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's like a more durable way than just like zoning rights, right? Like you could get the zoning because there's like you know zoning restrictions on how big a building can be but like that's 
you know, changeable through laws, whereas this is more of like a private business to business or person to person agreement. Yeah, that's how it seems. And like, and then so McSteamy is like about the air above it, but I'm like, no, you would have, when he was talking about his view, yeah, you'd have to have maybe, I guess he would have bought the air from the strip mall guy. Yeah, that's what he said because the strip mall guy needed money. Right. Yeah. So rather than, rather than the strip mall selling to a developer who was going to put towers in, he went and bought for less money, but like more money than the guy had currently just yeah. bought the air rights and let him mm-hmm. keep his strip mall, which is yeah, also so a weird then... thing to do. Like why yeah. not just buy the strip, strip mall? mall and like not develop it? Real estate guy. Like he's yeah, yeah. like a VC. That's what a, I mean. Yeah. A smarmy VC or something. Right. So. Yeah. 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 So I don't then know. James, James Brolin buys the air rights from Cher. Yes. So I guess Cher owns the, building which is yeah. also kind of strange which it is strange but i guess maybe because of like where it was and how long she'd had it and then like yeah she and her ex-husband co-owned it together mm-hmm. yeah and also you know like maybe like burlesque is probably something that's like hard to like, make like hard to find a venue for if you don't own it yeah it's just like the again the plot wise of like it's the like they keep saying it's the best view on the sunset strip of like why hasn't anybody ever tried to buy it before right why aren't there apartment buildings over top of it already like there's absolutely no reason why someone even like 20 years before this wouldn't have bought wouldn't have like bought them out yeah and said you can stay in the basement yeah and we'll build condos yes yeah like a business underneath and then residential on top like yeah. that's like how all apartment buildings work uh-huh. almost. So Basically. it's just it's really weird. Yeah, it, I mean, like, again, they didn't pay a lot of attention to the plot, yeah. <laughs> other than like burlesque and air rates are a thing, and that would be a funny storyline. Um, yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I haven't been to a ton of burlesque shows, but mostly mm. just from like hearing about burlesque and like knowing a few people who've done it over the years and whatever. Yeah. This was like the skinniest, whitest, mm-hmm. most like cis female yep. stereotypical burlesque I've ever seen like yep. there's usually way more diverse body shapes lots of different like ways to express femininity mm-hmm. way more tattoos mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah it's it's so well I mean it's very both whitewashed in terms of like race and also like just sort of sanitized for yeah. television or like mm-hmm. Hollywood movie Thing. Yeah, like I don't know anything really about the Pussycat Dolls, but I this is just like Christina Aguilera and the Pussycat Dolls. Yeah, uh, I think basically, basically? The, yeah, I mean I don't really know I I know that like, obviously not necessarily they had songs them, but like that kind of that style choreography and style and Yeah. Yeah, so it seems like I don't know, maybe it's like a version of burlesque, but it's just not like what I think of when I think no, of like No, definitely not. A burlesque show i don't know yeah no i wouldn't call this burlesque it's it's theatrical dancing yeah i guess lingerie. it's it's very yeah i don't know yeah. it's like burlesque Especially, light it's like the beginning is a little bit more when they're doing love singing to the oldie songs and then yeah. all of a sudden christina shows up she does like two oldie songs and then she sings songs that sound like they're christina Aguilar songs yes which is a huge part of the problem like yeah. I mean, this movie was also a marketing vehicle for Christina Aguilera songs. Um, yeah. And they're not great. 
No. It could have been, there could have been one. We don't need yep. three or four or whatever it was. No. Um, yeah. Yep. And then, well, since it's Stanley Tucci month, let's talk about Stanley Tucci. Mm. He's just really good. Ugh. He's really good in this movie. Um, he's like everybody that's good in this movie, totally underused. Yes. Um, but he's really good. But it's also, it's weird that he plays this character. I don't know which the order was. I think it was Devil Wears Prada. Devil Wears Prada was first. Yeah. Yeah. He's basically like the slightly more promiscuous, Mm -hmm. more sex positive version of the character from Devil Wears Prada, but also less villainous. Yeah. Or not villainous. No, at yeah. All. This yeah, this movie is like let's take Stanley Tucci from Deborah Waller's Prada. Let's take the Pussycat Dolls. Let's take Christina Aguilera from the Moulin Rouge video. Yeah. Let's take the plot of Coyote Ugly and let's take Alan Cumming from Cabaret and put him in a movie. Yeah, and stick it in a blender and Oh, and throw yeah. in a little a little bit of McSteamy. Yeah. Yeah. It's like it's very 2010 like all the things that were big around 2010 like the guy from twilight slash the oc um somebody from Grey's anatomy like all yep. these things that were big in sort of the early 2000s yeah, yeah and like and the line when they're like why are all the good dancers and they're like oh they're on dancing with the stars while we're <laughs> trying to replace julianne huff in, in our show uh-huh. yeah isn't it funny to make fun of this thing that that this character this actress that's like new dancer, and popular yeah but also like this actress produces well she does now anyway yeah so i've got a special subcategory oh yes of tropes called special coyote ugly tropes right um aside from like the basics boy meets girl yes yeah. what all movies are um the small town girl going to the big city mm-hmm and robbed and her secret money stolen yeah is exactly the same but also in both those cases like why can't she get a bank account like she especially like in this one she's already been working there as a waitress so she has a job and a paycheck which means that she should she would need a bank account you would think so yeah like unless she's also running a sketchy yeah payroll thing like her old job but like it's not like she's not like running from the law she's not like she's a citizen yep right like all the reasons that you might not have a bank account don't apply to her because yeah well this is also one of those things of like this movie is one of those like when does this movie supposed to exist i think it takes place in the when it came out like 2009 well yeah it does but like yeah there's no technology like yeah, no, there's no cell phones. phones. No. And like not even like they have cell phones, but they're, yeah. like, they're still flip phones, which is yeah. fine. But it's just one of those things of like she uses they all use cash except for the black Amex, which whatever. Yeah, that feels that feels fine to me just like from people who work sort of like gig and get tips. No, like, yeah, you'd stuff have like cash, that. So it's just ca- yeah, cash. like this whole thing of like even Coyote Ugly was for whatever yeah it was looked up 2006 yeah um and that seemed a bit more cash based to me like mm-hmm. she was getting well, i guess she was getting more tips because she was actually a waitress actually for the a waitress movie. yeah but i'm just like you have a bank account and also she 
Piper Paraboo gets robbed before she gets the job. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's her, like, running so, away money. Yeah. And so, yeah. yeah. And I guess in this one, Christina Aguilera gets... She gets robbed before she get, gets the dancer job. It's just when she's yeah, bartending. Yeah, she just, she's just bartending, waitressing. but still, like... So, unless it's, like, three days in and she hasn't gotten a paycheck yet, it could be, I guess, a true if we... Yeah, so, like, it could be her but, tip money, but, like... Why don't you put your tip money in your toilet? I don't know. Yeah, it's I don't know. It's all weird. Um, it's very weird. Yeah. Yeah, um, so and then, basically... Yeah, finds a underground club. Like, she can't get a job doing the, what she wants and, like, yeah. looks in the newspaper. That's why the technology was... Is that she's looking for jobs in the newspaper and it's 2010. Right. That's the thing that stands out to me. I knew there was another Yes, one. for sure. Like, not even, like, Craigslist or, like... Yeah. Um, Like, just going to businesses, but actually, like, newspaper classifieds. I don't yeah. think I ever found I've ever tried to find that. a job in the class nope. no uh, other than yeah. i think in like high school like career planning classes you had to like oh, do yeah, research maybe. about like what parts like how you were going to pay for university basically and so because it was like the late 90s yes we like looked at class yeah that's probably the only time i've looked for a job in a classified ad like in an, on like a paper classified ad mm-hmm. yeah um yeah okay so there's our coyote ugly tropes other tropes (laughs) she's yeah dead mom no friends for no reason yeah like like she had like she was friends with her co-worker i mean yes she was in a different stage of life but like yep i don't know i feel like her her co-worker friend who had a baby like they probably looked after each other because they probably didn't have anybody else Mm -hmm. yeah it's but, weird. like, her whole story is, like, her mom died when she was seven, and she's never had anybody. And I'm like, so what? Wait, how did you get to this age, which is over 21? Yeah. Yeah. Like, and then you've said, there's nobody at home that you want to write to? So I'm like, what? Like, I don't... Why don't you have any friends? Yeah. Like, it's just... It's... It's so frustrating. It's and at least... And while you were sleeping, she had a reason? Yeah, but this trope is getting really annoying. Yeah, it's like the it's like the Disney movie thing with or like the YA book with like all the characters have dead or absent parents, mm-hmm. and in this case, it's just so that they don't have to like cast them. Yeah, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, like have a dead mom and whatever, yeah. which is also uh, Coyote Ugly dead. Mom. Yes, but like you can have friends. Like she had a friend in Coyote Ugly who supported her. And she had a supportive dad. Like, just yeah. like, you need to have people. Because yeah. otherwise, you are just this shell of a person. And it's not... Like, you move to a big city and it's hard to make friends there. But if you don't have anyone to, like, talk to, I'm like, I don't know anything about you and why you don't have friends. Yeah, exactly. Well, and also, like, it seems like it would be an easy, like, narrative thing to be like, I'm writing a letter home or like talking on the phone like an exposition thing of like Mm -hmm. talking to somebody from back home on the phone yeah yeah i don't know i don't understand it's so strange all right what's the next one crush wants to be a singer Ugh. but his music is or he's like a songwriter i don't even know yeah yeah his music's never ready until it is ready and then yeah he's yeah she's his muse right gross um yeah and then, oh, of course, there's a club or a business that we need to save. And the new girl in town saves the day, obviously. Oh, magic. <laughs> Ugh, like every Hallmark movie ever. Yep. 
<laughs> yeah. Um, and then yeah, Kristen Bell, the random mean girl antagonist who doesn't, who's just there for no reason, and also just like because women hate each other and are competitive yeah. to do for whatever. Absolutely yeah. no reason whatsoever. So over it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Oh, and they write a whole new program in one day. One day. With, like, also, like, how is she? I mean, I know she's Christina Aguilera, and it's a fairly small venue, so she probably doesn't need to be mic'd. But like, she was mic'd. Yep. Because <laughs> you mm-hmm. can hear her over her dancing. Yeah. Um, where do you put a mic in a dress like that? <laughs> I don't know. At one point, she's naked. So. Yeah. And... Well, there she's standing in front of him, or like she. Yeah. There are mics like there around. Yeah. yeah. But. Ugh. Also, she needs to rest her voice. Yeah. Like, in between numbers, but also in between days. Yeah. Um, especially with a voice like that and what they want her to do with it. Well, and she's not... Like, she was working in a diner. She's not a professional singer. Like, she has exactly. an innate talent, but that doesn't mean that she knows how to use it. Like, yeah. so her lack of support system paid for voice lessons? I don't yeah. think so. Um, so, yeah. like... So she does one dance, and then the other dancers come on and do the lip syncing again. Cause then, hey. again, that's weird. It's like, so I weird. Just... Yeah. Or does she just sing all of the time? Yeah. And then she's... how does that work? Like, yeah. Yeah. It's it's very strange, but don't think about it too much because it'll make you really mad. <laughs> yeah, it's the uh, it's the red point shoes paradox. That's what I'm calling. It. Yes. Oh, good idea. Yes. Yeah. It just works. And it's spectacular. So just hand wave, glitter, sparkles, boobs. There's nothing. There's nothing better than the red point shoes. So yeah, we'll take it. We'll get there. Don't worry. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, does it pass the Bechdel test? It does. Yeah. There's lots Actually, of women business owners. They talk about their job. It's great. Yeah. They talk about all kinds yeah. of stuff. They talk about makeup and mm-hmm. dancing singing oh actually that is a really good scene when Cher helps her put her makeup on it is really good yeah it is yeah and it's one of like and that's one of the things of like that's why you need a dead mom yeah 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 to have that scene Cher can be your mom but I'm like but she could have had a dad yep yep she could have had a dad she also could have like I don't know they could have just cut out a whole bunch of stuff yeah and had more of that yep yeah Mm. like the found not just found family in terms of like friends, but found family in terms of like a mother figure. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. And also like the friends and like, they don't want to talk to her until she sings, which is also kind of, yes. Yeah. Of like, they're not really your friends. So I don't know. It's just, <sighs> all right. But she yeah. doesn't know that they're not her friends because she's never had friends before. So right. So how know. does she know what friends are? <laughs> Cause she has none. <sighs> Right. Okay. Um, but pie. Pie will make everything better, except probably not yeah. this pie. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, okay. Coyote ugly ripoff. <laughs> so much. Like, like we've got a lot of things in this pie, but I feel like it's gotta be high, like like thirty five. Thirty five? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Rhinestones. This is a very crunchy pie. <laughs> <laughs> be careful. So many... You might break a tooth. Rhinestones. So many rhinestones. Pearls. We're gonna call and... it like 10 percent yeah yeah okay um this one's a little bit abstract choreography that is best for julianne huff and her type of dancers not to malign julianne huff she's an amazing dancer um but that's not burlesque this is dancing with the stars 
Yes. Like it's this it's, the, yeah, theatrical it's, it's dancing. dancing with the stars burlesque. Yeah, so choreography that's good for Julianne Huff and Dancing with the Stars style audience. Like 25? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. And then in the same vein, special musical numbers written for Cher and Christina uh, that are to showcase their voices, which are spectacular, but maybe not like the best songs for the actual movie. Yeah. Uh, so I think that's probably another, what, 25? I think so. Are we going to run out? No. Yeah, then that works got, perfectly. I think, yeah. And then <laughs> last up, we have our fave Alan Cumming playing Alan Cumming playing the MC <laughs> with 5%. Poor Alan Cumming. It's just, I'm, so, I'm so glad that he did better after this. Right? Yeah. Like that he actually got like a really good such a good role in The Good Wife. Oh, man. Yeah. And then he went back. I just remember that we saw him in Cabaret. Remember? We did see him in Cabaret. Yeah. <laughs> it was amazing. In 2014. No, that's why I know that he's playing himself playing the MC. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. Like, he we did it before that, I think. Yes. The yeah, he'd Cabaret. done it in the UK, and he'd done it in... Yeah, he'd done it a bunch. Um, and he's spectacular in it. Yeah. What do you think's next for these... Uh, kids oh, I that i don't about care about oh my gosh i don't think that she and what's her face what's his face are gonna stay together no no do we think that she and Cher and christian bell will continue to have a happy life of being burlesque dancers and business people i don't think so like Cher maybe because now yeah. that she's got the money i wish that she would yeah get a financial I think... advisor but maybe agreed she will i don't know Maybe she will. Or, like, I think because she was having to, like, pay out her ex-husband, who I think when they were married had done a lot of the business stuff, but then when they broke up, he just wanted to get out of the business. Mm-hmm. So now that it's her business and she's got uh, Stanley Tucci, maybe, yeah, they can hire, like, a, a business person. Yeah. I yeah. hope that's, that works yeah. for them. And then, yeah, um, I think Christina Aguilera will go on to become Christina Aguilera. Yeah, I think so. Like, that's the thing. I'm like, it's never, it's literally never stated what her goal is with moving to LA. She no was trying to get, like, to. like um, recording gigs, it seemed like. Yeah. Like, background singer. Background singer jobs. jobs. So I think that she'll stay there until she either gets discovered or blows her voice out. Yeah. And, and then, then, yeah, and then I think, I, I would be surprised if she makes it six months with What's-His-Face. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Because really, blah. Um, okay, and what's up for Nick? What's up for us next? Oh, so much better. <laughs> so much better. It's I'm pro- very excited. It's definitely still problematic, but in so much better ways. But in the like problematic fave kind of the yeah. Sense. Oh, definitely yeah. problematic fave. Yeah. <sighs> it's easy A. Yay! Okay. Yeah, right. and yeah, two weeks from now on this feed, we'll be doing easy A. Oh, and then we've got some fun, exciting Patreon stuff up yeah. ahead, too. Um, Lindsay and I, for the Charts and Hearts Club, we're going to do, as you might have heard, it's Stanley <laughs> Tucci month. So we're going to do Devil Wears Prada because yeah. how can you not? How but you then, not? Lindsay, what, are we do- what else are we doing on Patreon? Oh, yeah. So you might have seen already because it's out by now. We did. We're starting a special podcast series on the Whale Tales podcast Patreon called Whale Tales Watches. And for January, we teamed up and are releasing it on both feeds. Uh, Not because it's more of a nature episode, not charts and hearts. But we did Big Miracle, which is a movie 
that yep, happened. It's a, a hot mess of a movie about gray whales. Yep. Starring <laughs> one of our rom-com faves. Indeed. Barrymore, as a, the worst person you'll ever meet in movie <laughs> ever. Um, and also a person that's been on my top five list for mm-hmm. 15 yeah. years. Jim from The Office. Yep. <laughs> and, uh, and some some bad science. Yeah. So so if that's your jam, it'll be on our Patreon feed. Um, yeah. Yeah. But I think that brings us to the end of this episode. You can rate or review us wherever you get your podcasts, like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, etc. And uh, you can also find us on social media. We're at Charts and Hearts Podcast on Instagram and Facebook and at Charts and Hearts on Twitter. Um, and you can also find us on our website, chartsandhearts.com where you can submit your suggestions for rom-coms and tropes for us to add to the list. And you can check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash charts and hearts club. Soon the patrons over there will get a look at the next six ish months schedule. Cause we just planned it on one of our famous planning walks and it's so good. And I'm so excited. <laughs> Indeed. And we haven't even gotten to Mamma Mia or center stage yet. Oh my God. So don't forget to let us know your thoughts about this movie. And in the meantime, I'm wearing a wig right now. (laughs) Bye.